Welcome to the Garlic Boys One Shots. If you have the shot, take it. If you have the garlic bread, you better bake it. I'm Matthew Hawks, and joining me this week is Connor O'Connor. I think that's me. You think right. Uh, also <laughs> joining me is <laughs> Corey, aka After Like Raptor. Kenobi. Kenobi! That's good. Pretty solid. Uh, also, we have Mug. Stay goopy. Goopy, we stay. And uh, also leading our crazy group into the unknown realms of space is the amazing, beautiful, stunning, awesome Fire Lord Shania himself. Hello there. I have brought peace, justice. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, yeah, Goop Squad. Have we settled on the Goop Squad? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Goop Squad. Goop Squad. Hinbith and the Goop Hinbith. Squad. Tell me, uh, for inspiration, what is your captain's name? Oh, oh, nobody take it. I have it. I'm so smart. I took notes. Everyone shut up. I, I don't want to be wrong. First person. I, Elena Sartell. That's your good job. That's inspiration. I, I want you to die. That is inspiration to Glickskullbond. I got to the I got to the page that has it right as you said that. <laughs> All right. I, I would have and that he put it in. Uh, Glicks, you may not respond this time, but for inspiration for the rest of you, what is your first mate's name? Flapjack. That's oh my god! That's inspiration yeah, for Blobbert. <laughs> it's Flapjack. Uh, oh, Knuckles. That's exactly what I was thinking. All right. Well, uh, what is he a magic trick? <laughs> okay. Where are we? You are floating alone. At the edge of the universe. Right now, there's not much going on in this part of space. You are aboard for inspiration from the last who. What is the name of the ship you're on? The Moon Dancer. That's inspiration. Mm -hmm. Inspiration for Henbeth. And I'm pretty sure Goop already has oh. inspiration right now, correct? I do. <laughs> there sure. we go. Now my whole party's got inspiration. <laughs> You're gonna need her. Oh, good. Ooh. Um, but so we are. So, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's okay. Um, you know what? Actually, never mind. D and D Beyond is pretty helpful. We are floating <laughs> in the middle of this uh wild space system in an in the astral plane, uh, within the astral sea. Somewhere, some few light years away from the Rock of Brawl, hiding from the treacherous forces of the, the creeps of Washiti. Uh, right now, you are aboard the Moon Dancer with Captain Elena Sartell and her trusty sidekick, Flapjack. 
you're just kind of floating in space right now as uh you have just taken a long rest and leveled up we're uh we're waking up fresh on a brand new day which you can't really tell what day is day and what night is night but it's been a series of hours res uh, resulting to a long rest uh and then you wake up the next day to uh captain sartell standing aboard uh up top on the top deck uh you guys have a map but for those of you at home you will have uh access to a map on our instagram page right we're planning on sharing them on instagram cool I yeah you can check them out on our instagram page at the garlic boys podcast on instagram just the garlic boys well I've heard it both ways, uh, But for those of you who are right here and right now, you see a map of the Space Galleon. For those of you who don't have Instagram, allow me to describe the Space Galleon just a wee bit. The Space Galleon is your classic run-of-the-mill pirate ship. It's exactly what you would think of as soon as you think of a pirate ship. But this one, well, this one's in space. Um, it's got... Uh, so it's got sails, um, like a normal galleon. It's uh, it's got several different decks on it. Um, most of the ships in Spelljammer space are based on like bugs and stuff. This one is more based on like high fantasy. Uh, it, it's a mainstay among the host of vessels that ply wild space in the astral sea. Uh, the ships got a couple of weapons. I mean, you, you guys are aware of your ship at this point. One of you has become the ship. Uh, you're flying on, on the Moon Dancer. Um, my party of adventurers, I have your world. It is open. What would you like to do? I'd like to fly straight into a planet, just to respawn back to where we saved the last save point, maybe? Right, uh, right, right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Just like that. Just, just to like kind of see how it would work, like like what would happen if we flew straight into a planet, and then the we just reload at the save point. Right. The problem right, is, right, right, right. the problem is, I haven't saved since we were at the market on Grand Street, and so we would just be back in all white, and I don't want to do that again. <laughs> just save now. Yeah, I, just... I'll save now. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save, save now. Fly straight to a planet. That's did you not get a Did you not get a long rest? I don't know, man. I'm just here. <laughs> I am going to quit. Um, <laughs> I quit. Uh, Hindus would like to go talk to Elena. Elena Sautel. Correct. Okay. Cool. Allow me to pull up your. Space Galleon. As uh, I'm, I'm showing them on here the Galleon that is straight from the manual. I have prepared for them a different map, which is uh, a little bit more interactive, and it's the one that you can find on uh, our Instagram page. Um, but you go up to Elena Sartell, and she says, "Yes, uh, how can I how can I help you, Hembiff? What what do we do now?" Where do we head? There's got to be a way to get away from them for a decent a bit of time at least. Um, obviously, it's just us aboard the ship. 
Well, the, yeah. Yeah. If you want my two cents about the situation, I think that Emperor Zavan is involved with the creeps now. And if Caitlin is actually ruling and running things as K10, then the, uh, the Xerixian Empire has no idea about this. We need to warn them, and it's going to be hard to get to Xerax's space, but I've got bad news. We need to go back to the Rock of Brawl. And that's what I thought we have We have unfinished business there. I don't, I don't know if we're ready, though. I'm not in this conversation. Sorry, sorry. Never mind. You can be. You can be. I, I, I imagine you, you just like you, running. You up could the have stairs. been playing music up on the deck. They're on the top deck right here. You could have been up there. Yeah. We're. This is an improv show. You were there. He was there. What did you say? <laughs> uh, I said no, but uh, instead of yes and. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, no, because. <laughs> No, because also I have a gun. <laughs> Bang, you're dead. My scene. I have a End force field. <laughs> you tried to block my stoil. <clears throat> I don't think we're ready to go back. Well, we you, we you lost look, two crew members. You look like you were and, about to say something, Hinda. And who knows what they're going to do if they've left the bodies there or what, what's. That's what I'm worried about is Aurora and all right. I don't want I don't want to see if they got captured and I, I don't want everyone to imagine it basically. But we need to do this for them. All right. For for Aurora and the the um God, what was his name? All White. All White. His name oh. was All White. He was a moth. Sorry. Just like you. I know. I know. I know him. I swear. We talked we talked a lot. You know, he and I we're like the same guy almost, you know? Yeah, you're played by the same character. It's a canon event. What? It's it's your canon event. It's like uh, an event that happens uh -huh. once you shoot your canon for the first time in your life. Oh, you like, mean like, like when, when I, I lost my virginity? Exactly. Now you get it. Can someone? I don't know why Glix is laughing. My cannon virginity. The first time I ever shot a cannon. But no joke. Captain Sartell spits her whiskey out. <laughs> Sorry, is is him with a <laughs> is him with a stark act, act, abstinence person? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm abstinent he, until I die. He, he has <laughs> the same personality traits as Tech from the Bad Batch. Flap, <laughs> Flapjack comes over and replaces the whiskey with coffee. Well, just, so do we want to head back then, Captain? I think we're... Well, I think there's too many creeps of Washiti on the rock brawl for us to head back now. It's best we just lay low for a little while. All right, so well, we just fly I, around. I do need each of you to give me a D100. So here uh, are what... D actually, they're, they're not D100s. 
Um, it's just, it's random rolls. These are things that are happening above, aboard the ship. So currently, a task needs done, and I need someone to take care of it. It would be a D12 roll to see what the task is that needs done. So who's rolling? Anybody? I got a seven. Well, you guys need to pick one person to do this because they will not be allowed to do the remaining three things, which you will have to learn as we go by. And these will be checks we will always be taking. So in the future, you can apply your knowledge of, oh, in the past, these were the checks and this is what we'll have to do. So this is a task. It is a D12 roll. You will elect one of your people to undergo the task and you'll have a little bit of a little bit to think about how to do it. I mean, if Mug already rolled seven, I'm fine. Yeah, Mug already declared their roll, so. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Uh, hey, uh, Goop, good morning. Uh, sorry to bother you as soon good as you morning. wake up. <laughs> Goop, morning to you too, my little fella. Uh, I, I'm sorry to bother you as soon as you wake up, but I've got something that I need you to take care of. Yeah? Task? Amongst? So there's some superficial damage done to the ship right now. Uh. It's on the front. It's on the front hull. I, I'm gonna need you to take care of it. You're gonna need some carpenter's tools or some woodcarver's tools. If you don't have any, there's some in my chest in my room. You're welcome to go grab them. Allow me to check in my many, many goop. My much goop. Goop. I need you to uh, give me an arcana check, and then you will have the time to think uh, about how to uh, accomplish this task until everyone makes their checks. So what is your? I got a thirteen. You uh, the mending spell would also help. Uh, okay. Now we're we're gonna move to the next three people. You just think about how to do this. Sorry, what what did you ask if I had again? I just wanted. Uh, uh, you said some kind of tools. Carpenters yeah. or woodcarvers? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have either of those. Okay, you can pick which one you want to add. Uh. I'm not going to tell you which one's going to be better in your situation. I'll take Woodcarver. Okay. We'll get back to you. Okay. All right. The next person is going to have to give me a D100 roll for the ship's encounter. This I is, can do that. This is things that you will see within the ship's range as you're traveling. Is everyone okay if I do that? Yep. Go for it. Okay, Connor's frozen, so I I want to. Fifty. <laughs> okay. Oh, Connor, it's a fifty. I can hear you now. So it's ships within. It's things we'll see within the ship's range. Yes. Yeah. It was a fifty. Yes. You see several large asteroids, one of which looks suspiciously like a. I monger. Pretend like I know what that is. Ooh, an I will I-monger. show you. An eye monger is a spooky, scary, Ooh, that's tiny scary. thing. That's creepy. It's not really tiny at all. It's actually quite large. I, Looks like can, this eyeball. I was going to say, here. I'll hey, that was good rhyming. It's very cool. I can't see anything. Okay. Look at my screen. I think Corey is. Yeah. Oh, them. oh, they're, that's gross. They're like beholders, yeah. but they're made out of like rock, and they float through space. I, oh, I don't, I don't like that. So theoretically, you could make 
a D20 out of me. It's an asteroid that's like a diamond with a singular eye in like creepy clown teeth. Like, um, correct. It's Poppy's kind of like the moon. Yeah, Poppy's Poppy time, time creature. Uh, see, I was thinking like the moon from uh, Zelda Majora's Mask. It's kind of what mm-hmm. it was like. It, that moon is I, almost as terrifying. I would, as I would compare it to that. I would compare it to that. All correct. Right. Yeah, correct. So do they attack uh, us at all, or are they just it, floating it by? It doesn't seem hostile right now. It is just flying by with a group of asteroids. Okay. Uh, give me a perception check to know more, but only the person who made that roll. So uh, it would be Blobbert. Sixteen. Um. Yeah. That's uh, that, and uh, you see that it's it looks non-hostile. It looks to just be literally rolling on by. Cool. Um. Next person between Hindith and uh, Glix. This is an encounter roll. For something that is within 500 feet of you, uh, this previous one was 250 feet of you. Matt, would you like to do this one? Yes, I would, actually. Um, kind of makes sense. I, I'd probably be on the top deck uh, if I'm the air bubble guy. Yep. I'd probably be monitoring that, so it makes sense. So D100, he said? Yep. A 66. Execute order 66. Give me a d6 roll. That's just a square six with a d6. Four. You see four mages using the astral projection spell to study a sun off in the distance from a particular distance away. That's cool. Yeah. It's like uh, it looks like a a mage that's maybe teaching a class, like an astronomy class through astral projection or something. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. This world is so much cooler than ours. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and Hinbeth, the final roll is something that is within. It is within ten thousand feet of you. That's pretty far. I got a twelve. Is that correct? Yeah. 12. Okay. You see something familiar about 5,000 feet away. It gives you around that time to prep, but you know that this thing is very quick and could be coming towards you. It is a familiar ship that used to travel alongside the Lady Erasmus. It is called the Dark Star. It is a star moth, and uh, it's coming your way. Oh, guys, we might want to get out of here, just in case this is bad news. But the Dark Star is in the horizon. Is that the one we fought? No... This that's a little different group that we haven't seen in a while, actually. This is the one that was trying to gun you down on your way out of the Rock of Brawl. The one that is uh, led by Thavis and Cassiot Shadow Dusk. You do not see them aboard, but it's very far away, so you don't know. 
it is only it is only this ship though. It's not a fleet. But there's still ten thousand feet, ten thousand miles Five. in the distance. Five thousand. Five thousand. Okay. Question. So roughly one mile away. If in this universe, uh, is there like a sensor system? Like if we powered down or did low power mode, like you see in the Star, like Star Wars movies and stuff, is that in this or is that like you could see them? They can see us. It's gonna cut if, if they're looking gravity and stuff off too, though. I am because going to look it up right now because it's an older ship. I would assume. Um, possibly, but. I mean the the air bubble does help with a lot of that stuff too though and that's oh. not powered. So what I, guess, is powered. I guess my question would be how close to the sun are we? How much light are we absorbing? So here's the thing, you're detectable because of your spell jamming helm. If your spell jamming helm is inactive, then you are as detectable as an object your size would be. So anything traveling at light speed that comes within 500 or like 5,000 feet of you will slow down to travel speed, but uh, you are still kind of moving through space kind of at an idle speed. Um, but if your spell jamming helm is not active, which right now it's not because Goop is not driving around, you're basically a, an object, like a spaceship flying through space. The only difference is you have an air bubble that is around your ship uh, because of the collective oxygen that is built up around this ship and the people that are on it. Um, but right now you're as detectable as anything would be in spell jamming space. We don't really have like a detection system. Uh, and especially like a, a galleon like this would not have one. This is very pirate ship amongst uh, space armies. Like if anything, the moths are, have the ability to detect you and you, uh, the only thing that you would know how to do is shut this ship down, which it's already kind of shut down right now. Right. Okay. Um, um, Captain Alana. Um, oh, I, I see. I, so I, I, so, and can we leave? I was just about to say the thing. Are, are you okay, Blobber? I felt the disturbance. No, I don't think we should leave. But I have a bad feeling about this. Well, I've got a good feeling about this. It's one ship so far, and I'm ready to go down for a good cause. It's look, been a I while look, since I've cracked some skulls together. Let's get this going. Look, I, I, I love going down as much as the next plasmoid, but you gotta understand that I I don't do death, okay? All white in Aurora were the first deaths that I've encountered. I've been a very privileged plasmoid, okay? I went to a good school. I, I played a loot for goodness sake, okay? I'm not prepared for this. I I put I put my I put my hand on uh, Blobbert's shoulder, um, and I say and I say, "There'll be no dying on my watch." Captain Elena grabs you by your collar and pulls you in real tight, and says, "You're gonna learn today, Blobbert." 
this is a war. And she uh, she runs up to the front of the galleon and gets ready to take off into space. I'm terrified, but for a good reason. Is is Goop done? Like, can we take off into space without? The, I, I was gonna ask the same thing because, like, I got my my carpenter carpenter thing. No, my yeah. woodcarver's tools. Well, um, uh, I I was actually about to ask. Um, how are you solving your task? Because you I, need to solve it before you're before you can spell jam. I may or may not have gotten a little distracted and forgot. I never had my my notebook open to write it down. And then I, when I was trying to write it down, I wrote down the the woodcarver's tools and forgot my task. I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> In urgency. Uh, I, f I feel like we'd be like, all right, we got to have like all hands on deck. So could I help? Could I yeah. help out? I have the mending spell, if that would work. Okay, see, I remembered that you said mending, and then, but I didn't know what I needed it for. You need to repair the damage on the hull of the ship. Okay, so yeah, because I don't think I have mending. You can't spell jam without this being repaired. Okay. So yeah, and, I would glad the ship is twenty five hundred feet away. Guys, we gotta get moving or do something. We gotta mend the ship. Could be help. Can I can I cast heroism on Blubbert? <laughs> can I yeah. cast mending on the ship to fix that as well? Once they're done with that, you cast mending on the ship. Heroism on Blubbert. Everyone runs and gets in in their places as Goop goes right into the deprivation chamber and becomes the moon dancer. You yes. are now moving in space. You are in your positions. Do you have your shit stats and everything that you need? Yes. Cool. Let's get moving through space. Currently, you are in a wild space system that is not surrounded by much other than a couple of asteroids and maybe some eye mongers. Uh, there is a uh, star moth ship, or a, uh, yeah, a star moth ship uh, about 2,500 feet away right now, uh, and you are floating. What would you guys like to do? You all act as one for now until we get close enough to roll initiative. <laughs> well, we're not, we're not within firing range, so there'd be no point in, like, trying to shoot. Um, but... It would be cool to wipe them off <laughs> the face of the space. No, I agree. That'd be really freaking cool, right? <laughs> really, really I, I, cool. I, I, Sorry, I'm trying to see what heroism does at the same time. <laughs> um, a willing creature you touch is imbued with bravery. Until the spell ends, the creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to your spellcasting ability modifier. At the start of each turn. When the spell ends, the target loses any remaining temporary hit points from the spell. How many hit points do I get? Uh, if, uh, spell modifier. I was trying to find it. Uh, plus five. Ooh. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, we're prepping. <laughs> so we got the ship fixed, right? Or are we still working on getting the ship fixed? No, we just got the ship fixed, and Goop is getting ready to like take orders of where to go and what to do. Okay, so the, 
The captain is at the front of the galleon. She's getting ready to go. Um, She's ready to give orders. She just needs people in their position. Goop in right. home. Can I, can I, um, before we split off, can I cast one spell uh, before we all split off into our positions? You guys are all acting as one right now until we get within range to take initiative. Okay. So, yeah, talk to your team about it. I just control the world. All right. I'd like to cast aid on everybody. Spell cool. bolsters your allies with toughness and resolve. Choose up to three creatures, you guys, within range. Each target's hit point maximum and current hit points increase for five for the duration. But at a higher level, which I am casting it at second level. Nope, never mind. Second level is just five. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a third level spell. I can do up to ten. So I'm going to give you each ten hit points. Or is it... I can't. Oh, I can't do temporary hit points. It's not temporary, right? Or is it... Yeah, each target's hit point maximum and current hit points increase by five for the duration. Yeah. And I can do an additional five. So it's your your hit point maximum, all three of you, is ten more uh, than it is. And you have ten more hit points. Cool. So, for example, I'm 45. It would be 55 uh, for eight hours. So. Nice. Nice. So you just click on hit points and then do the max HP modifier. Mm-hmm. Should be, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, while we're all still gathered here, can I use all three of my bardics on them? Sure. We... Connor, I really love your bardics. Uh, thank you. Um, all of you have <laughs> bardic inspiration, which means you get to add 1d8 um, to any roll. Um, uh, for Sorry, not any roll. Um, for one ability check, one attack roll, or one saving throw. And um, you add it before knowing the outcome. So um, you roll, and then if you think like adding eight more to it can help boost it, then you get to to say, "Hey, I'd like to to add my uh, bardic on there." Um, so you said ability check, and what were the other two? Attack roll and saving throw. Oh, okay. Fifteen hundred okay. feet away. Uh, I think the three of us, if uh, Goop is going to the helm or whatever it is. We should go to the ballast day because it's it does more damage and stuff. Is that cool with you too? Lost. All right. Let's blow this piece of junk out of the sky. All right. It is get it is around a thousand feet away now, which is beyond the what range of most ranged weapons. But uh, it's your last chance to do anything before it gets within range. Um, keep in mind, this ship is way faster than the ship that you are on. Uh, so running away from it is not an option. And Captain Sartell realized this a little bit ago. But we, you are now, it is now settling into you. What's up? Didn't we run away from it last time? You ran away from the Rock of Brawl in light speed, and it couldn't track you once you went to a different star system. Now I found but if we just went at light speed again, couldn't we run away from them? Well, yeah, but then it's just cat, mouse, cat, mouse, cat, mouse, cat, mouse. Right, 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 right. Okay. You, usually they find you, but it's like six different ships. This time it's just one. You could take one. Unless they communicate with the other ones. Right, unless there's <laughs> unless more show up or unless Cassiok is on board. Cool. 
I say right. we just full charge, charge right at them and start shooting. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna fight, if we're gonna go down. Might as well charge. I agree. All right, you guys uh, are heading load, forward. Can we load the ballista before we so it doesn't take an action to do that? Yes, I will allow that. <laughs> Let's load it, baby. Okay. So we have, I, we have to I wait until they're within two, 120 feet, though. Am I yeah. still? Are we still taking the same positions? Do we want to go on the right one since it's still in full health, or do we want to still? Or That's, I think I think the way I've always seen it. So the the one on the right is going to shoot the same, regardless of full health or not. I mean, right now it is. So I would say let's not draw their attention to the good one. Let's draw their attention to the bad one. And if it gets destroyed, we have a pretty good one to right. go that to. That makes what? that makes great sense. Wait, one more thing. Before, since we already loaded the ballista, what's the other one? The mang mangonel? Mangonel on can the back. We, but it, we load that as well. Can, you also have cannons. It can requires we, five crew, though. I was going to say, right. Mangonel. So cannons, cannons require one crew. Right, but the mangonel requires five. five. So can we ask Correct. Elena real quick to help load that and Flapjack? Flapjack can apply as three people. Okay, so does one of us or two of us and Flapjack want to get that? That counts well, as five. I, if I remember correctly, Corey's, Corey has the ability to do the aiming and firing two because actions. he has two cool. actions. So why don't yeah. you stay on the ballista? Matt and I go back to the um the manifest Man whatever manganel manganel flapjack the, the joe manganello and um <laughs> <laughs> with flapjack and we rock that okay 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 all right so we we head back we i don't have the stats for the manganel 500 feet away so one person give me a perception check you have to be outside Goop, if it's you, you cannot fly this turn, but I would be thinking of if where you want to fly to. I got I, you not, got this. Not no. Oh, yeah, you got this. Keep in mind, Goop, on your turn, you will be controlling where the ship goes, uh, okay. as well as the health points and the damage and all all that good stuff. Yes. It should be on your character sheet now. I have it on my character sheet and I also have it written down, but what I have written down is HP 400. AC 15, speed 350 feet, but I don't have anything aside from that, aside from uh, 100,000 miles in 24 hours and Goop the Moon Dancer, meaning That's Goop it. is the Moon Dancer. Goop is the Moon Dancer. <laughs> Can you give us the Manganel stats really quick? Yeah, for sure. The Manganel stats for the Space Galleon. You're looking at uh, a Manganel, which takes five crew members, has an armor class of 15, uh, 100 hit points. It takes two actions to load the mangonel, two actions to aim it, and one action to fire it. F five actions total. Uh, it tosses a mangonel stone, which is a ranged weapon attack that has a plus five to hit. A range of 200 or 800 at disadvantage. It cannot hit targets within 60 feet of it. 
Just can't do it. And it deals 5d8. Or sorry, sorry, sorry. 5d10 bludgeoning damage. And that would be it. Cool. Um, so with us two and Flapjack back there, can we at least load it in time? Yeah, oh, these weapons are loaded at this point. That's what you guys were doing within the travel time of 1,000 feet to 500 feet. You guys haven't been moving at all, but you've been loading all of your weapons. Like, your cannons are loaded, your mangonels loaded, your ballistas are loaded. You're ready for battle. You're you're set up. Even uh, Elena has put up, like, the the defense shield. Okay, cool. So, really, anything is loaded. It's just going to take us an action to get up to it, aim it, and fire it. Yeah, but right now I've got two people plus Flapjack on the Manganel, so it could be fired with one action right now, um, okay. as well as the Ballistas can be fired with one action, because i got one person up there. Uh, and Goop, you can add a plus two to your armor class because of Elena's shield. If Elena okay. is not on the ship anymore, this shield goes away, but... Uh, she is on it right now, so you get a plus two to the armor class. I I know this does damage, but like a lot, uh, like minimum or maximum twenty more damage. But do we want to just shoot one from the mangonel and then go do the ballast the ballast days instead? Like they still do a pretty hefty amount of damage. The average damage for a mangonel is 27, and the average damage for a ballista is 16. So why don't we have... What if we have Himbeth up front fire both ballistas? We have Flapjack in the back do the mangonel, and you and I can fire some cannons, and then we head up to the front and start doing the ballistas after we get the mangonel. So so we basically do like a whole round of firing, and then... I don't know if we'd get a whole round of firing, but we do some firing and then we go up, then we go back. We're going to be running around a lot and rotate. Basically, that's sports for you. Sounds fun. <laughs> More. More. Let's do it. Yeah. I, yeah. Let's do it. Two, 250 Ooh. feet rolling. What initiative. is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Ha! Who? Yeah. What is it good for? It's a lovely nothing. Same. I got an 18. Goop got a 12. <laughs> I got a 15. Or no, I forgot to add my initiative. I also that got was... a 15. Nice. I got a 23. Nice. Sorry, not a 23. Uh, someone, someone fill space while I'm doing all of my initiative scores. Goopy, goopy, goop. All Very right, goopy. gang. We've practiced our war song. We know what to do. Everybody ready? Let's do it. I'm ready. Step right up and watch me put it down. Down. Step right up and watch me put it. (laughs) Okay, so here's how things are going to go. There's two initiative uh, trackers that I'm about to give you guys. Uh, the first one is ships in or entities in combat, rather. Uh, and these are like overall things that are in this combat right now that could influence uh, what's happening. Um, right now, these things consist of uh, the Moon Dancer, 
being first. The Dark Star is second. And the Eye Mongers are still there, but they would be third, if anything. I just imagine them, like, with their eye closed, just asleep. Yeah. Uh, now, as far as initiative scores, like, uh, individual initiatives go, you guys all have your initiatives in, like, a block of people, and then everyone else is going to go after you. So right now I've got uh, Henbeth, then Blobbert, then Glix, then Goop, uh, and you guys will all kind of take your turns together on board the ship. Uh, and then I've got uh, the rest of the people. All right. Uh, Elena will always go uh, at the very end of initiative, but right before the start of a new round, which is your guys' turn. So if you need her, she can she can act on this turn. She will have uh, gone the last round, you know. Um, and then you also have Flapjack. Okay. Rattle. You guys all go first. How close are they? Uh, right now, they are 250 feet away. They're getting okay. close very fast. That's like, not very far. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I, I, I honestly forgot how we did it last time. Um, so do we, like, we have initiative orders, but like, if we want to move first, like, can we You're do that? Yeah, you're allowed to move anywhere on the ship that you would like to go, uh, depending on your movement speed and climbability and stuff. We'll, we'll negotiate. But uh, as far as, like, uh, on board goes, you have your action, your bonus action, and your movement, which you can use as a normal turn in D&D, or you can use your entire turn to uh, take an action uh, or... or uh, interact with ship equipment and you can exchange your move or your action, your movement and your bonus action all for an action when interacting with machinery. Okay. Connor just light bulbed. Would you like me to no, I'm, can you say that again? I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah. So uh, you can take your turn as you normally would in a D&D turn as like take your movement, take your action, take your bonus action. Or you can interact with ship equipment by exchanging your movement action and bonus action all for an action each to interact with that stuff. So, like, for example, if I wanted to use my action, my bonus action, and my movement to load, aim, and fire the ballista all for my turn instead of doing anything for my turn, that's what I would do. Okay. I think we should hold until they're a little closer because we can't yeah. even fire the mangonel yet. Yeah. But as uh, soon as they're in range. Does anyone want to give me a history check? One person. I am not very good at that. Who um, is not good at that? I know medicine, I but I, I have a plus two as well. Who thinks they were the best star moth? Definitely Aurora, but she's dead, so... <laughs> I'll go. You know what? Okay. Yeah, it's it's a bard. It's a bard thing. Yeah. You wouldn't understand. 15? 15? Yeah. Okay. Uh, a moth, uh, within this next turn, it will be able to come right up close to you. That's how fast it is. 
You've probably got one round of combat before it's right up on you. Oh, so we can't even fire the Mangadel unless we fire it now. Like, if it's going to be right up on us. All right, then let's fire the Mangadel. I mean, the range is 200, and we could, it can go up to 800 in disadvantage. So let's just try it. Like, there's Sorry, no way man. to... There's no, there's no way to hold, like the mangonel shot until it's closer. Like, All like right. with that's what I was saying. Question: What is the scale of the galleon compared to the star moth? The galleon is, uh, I'll say much larger. The galleon has several depths, whereas the moth has. Uh, a couple very tight decks. Uh, I'll compare it to Holmes. Uh, the Galleon is a like colonial style modern Pittsburgh home with several floors and a Pittsburgh potty and the whole shebang. A Star Moth is a uh, very nice camper. A studio apartment. <laughs> no, no, it, it's like a really ritzy camper. Like the ones that have like the things and then they got the recliners and the whole TVs and like the the kitchen, like three bedrooms within a camper. Like that's a star. Luxury. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can we, we asked this, but your headphones were off. Can we hold our action until it's in range for the Manganel? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because I'd like to shoot the Manganel, but if they're too close, then we can't shoot it. And if they come up on us in a turn then we kind of missed out and loaded it for nothing right so we'd like we'd like to wait until like 50 more feet i guess and then fire okay um i'll allow that but the fire is gonna have to be Mm, okay so here's the thing i would go ahead and fire it because you're going to be firing at disadvantage anyway no no matter what no matter what's up well question can we use one of our actions for mug to move the ship and then, like, just 50 feet, and then we shoot it. Mug so can we're not move a the ship 50 feet. Mug has yeah. control over the ship's movement. Mm-hmm. So we could use an action to move the ship just You don't have to use feet. an action. Just movement oh. speed. Mug, Mug has the movement speed of the ship as their turn. So can yeah. we hold our turn, or the Manganel, at least until after Mug's turn? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, because Flapjack's on the Manganel, and we're oh. on the cannons. Right. Well, you guys can all like kind of take your turns at the same time on this ship if you want to utilize the ship on your turn. You just kind of talk about that together. Like if you want like, hey, Mug, could you move the ship? And Mug's like, yeah, I can use my turn to move the ship because I plan on doing this as well. Like just yeah. collaborate as a, as a team on the ship. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I already planned like unless you guys wanted me to stay still, like I was just waiting for you guys to like say where you wanted to go because like if you guys want to move i'll move let's move takes orders let's move within like 60 feet of them just so we can know for sure we're not like um we're moved 60 feet closer to them let's find your fire the mangonel if Corey can fire both ballistas and then matt and i try and get a cannon shot off um the ballista is 120 range though then let's get in 120 feet. Well, what's the disadvantage? Or, or what's the... Uh, if We can't fire the Manganel within how many feet? 60. Oh! Yeah, so we could get to 120 
feet, right? We're at 250. We would need to go right. 170. No, 100. Yeah. No, 120. 30 feet. Math. <laughs> hey, guys. Okay. I'm not good either. Hey, guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for playing Spelljammer with me. Of course. It's been this really is a fun. lot of fun. Yeah. So if we move 130 feet, that would get us to 120. Yes. Which we could fire the mangonel and the ballast. The right. ship combat is turning out a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. It, I enjoy this. It's been hated on, and I'm I'm enjoying it. Okay, it, so yeah. Can so we move? What's the range of the ship distance, like on a movement speed, I guess? Uh, uh, the ship goes 350. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, solid. Just use half our movement speed. That's, I think, all we need, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go 130, then. Yeah. It's so cool when someone asks a question and I'm not the person who answers it. God, I love that. <laughs> okay, right. is there anything else, Mug, that you would do on your turn so we don't well, just waste your turn? See, Goop doesn't have anything to fire. So Goop was like, just like, he'll move so you guys can get your firing done. And then as soon as you guys say, let's get out of here, Goop is going to get out of there. Okay. Um, can Goop's trigger word be zoomies? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Accurate. The goopies. It's goopy time. It's gooping time. I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of insight. Um, you guys can, one of you, give me a uh, survival check on, Ooh, Cap good at that. on Captain Sartell. I have a plus seven. Ah, oh, you're better. Go ahead. That's fine. That's you bad. suck. <laughs> Deserve. Guys, she's, why do I have a plus nine to my stealth? She's got a sword, a bow, and she knows how to teleport. That's yeah. cool. Let's That's all you know close. for now. Sean, you have to stop making these characters so hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. All right. So let's move 130 feet, which would get us within the 120 range. So wait, wait a minute, though. Sartell's art is a D&D official picture. <laughs> you know, it yeah, has nothing to do with the art. It's all it's you, my dude. She can teleport. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. So Goop is moving. Himbits and I are firing, or no, Himbits is firing the two ballistas in the front using both of their actions. Correct. Um, Glicks and I are firing a cannon, and Flapjack is firing the Martel, the the Joe, the whatever it's called in the back, the the Manganel. That's what it is. Good job, bud. Okay. So, um, let's start with the ballistas because they're in the front. Corey, you want to roll for those? Okay. What uh, what am I adding? Are we firing? Are we firing? Yeah. Yes. You have okay. a plus, okay. plus six. You have a plus six, yeah. Roll that bad boy. So 13, 13 plus 6, 19. Nice. Nice. It's a hit? Yeah. 19? Hit. Yes. You hit it. Mm. Nice. So that's 3d10. Three three. Give me that damage. Damage. Sweetie ten damage. Twenty-one. I got it. Goes into space. 
and then you just see a, uh, off in the distance a little explosion on the top of the deck. You hear a couple screams off in the distance as it gets just within range. You nailed it. How much damage was that? 21. Nice. <laughs> and that's only the first one. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that was uh, one action for your guys' turn. All right. Henbeth, that was your action? Yes. You have uh, three more. Can I go? So I was on the left one. Can I go to the right one and still be able to? You would be using your movement, so then it would take you down to two actions, but you would still, yeah. Okay. And then okay, I guess. Cool. I'd still have to wait, correct? Because I'd have to aim and then fire. No, everything was already loaded. Everything uh, is loaded and, and aimed. It just requires an action to fire. Okay. Then I'm going to run over to the right side and fire that one as well. Okay. Give me that attack roll. It's still plus six, correct? Yes. Yep. 20. 30, 20. 20. That'll hit. Plus 10. Ah, six. Okay, six damage. Wait, the ballast... You rolled 3d10? Yes. I thought it was a minimum of 16 damage. You told us it has a That's minimum That's what you told us last week. The Ballastay? Yeah. It has an average of 16 damage. Oh, see, last time you said <laughs> minimum of 16. But it's fine. It's fine. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> I, I got a 1, 2, and a 3. <laughs> That's my luck. Nice. All right. Um, I'll do my cannon next then. Okay. Well, uh, and but you have one more action. I guess I should start reloading the right ballista. Cool. Can I please still keep the roll that I just did? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's a natural 20. Nice. <laughs> can I crit so, on a... I can crit on a cannon, right? Yes. Okay, so that's 2d12 then? Yep. Uh, 20. Nice. Very, got very a 12 nice. and an 8. Okay, and then, got it. Then I have three more actions, right? No, I have two more. Because I haven't moved and I haven't used my bonus action. Correct. So can I load and fire again? Uh, it's load, then aim, then fire. Not with the cannons. I thought it was just load oh, no, and yeah. fire. Uh, I have the I'm on a cannon, yeah. Cannon is one action uh, load. Yeah, one action load, one action fire. Do it. 21. 21. 21. That's going to hit. Nice. That's another 11 points. 11 nice. Noise. All right. Uh, someone give me a survival check on your first mate, Flapjack the Flump, to see what he can do. Uh, to help you guys on your turn. Uh, does a 22 do anything? Yeah. Uh, so he ha he's immune to anything that has any divination. He's got tendrils that do a bunch of different cool stuff, including the Lesser Restoration spell. He knows Mage Hand, Minor Illusion, Magic Missile, Unseen Servant, 
He's got a stench spray that he can use uh, to poison people. Uh, and he's also got a... Uh, he can't be knocked prone. Nice. He has seven health points and an armor class of 12, though. So he tries to stay out of sight. It's a good thing we got him in the back. Mm-hmm. He has a plus four to Arcana, Religion, and History. Okay. So if you need any of those checks, he can help you with those. All right. So we have him on the Manganel. Yep. Um, it's loaded, prepped, and fired. Now, you said he can help us with three actions. Yep. Was that attack, bonus attack, or uh, action, bonus action movement, or was that... If you don't want him to do anything else from his character sheet on your turn, then uh, then he'll just do his regular, yes, three actions, because he doesn't have, like, multi-attack or anything. Okay. Do we want him to just fire the Manganel this time, just so we can get that damage un- underway? If he's got three, he could fire it and then load and aim, right? Prep for the next round. It Correct. takes two to load. <laughs> two actions. Oh, right, yeah. For the Manganel. Oh, I'm so sorry. He can fire, then load it again, and then next time he can aim and fire again. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Perfect. Yeah, that'll happen. All right. And then we've got Glixical Bond and then Goop. Do you want to roll yeah. damage for him to fire the Manganel? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we can do it, but like I don't know if you want to roleplay. Um, he misses. Uh, he he pulls it back, and it fires off into wild space. Um, but he does manage to reload it really quick, uh, and he's getting ready with uh, starting to aim it. Um, it is Glix's turn. Um, and. Uh, as Glix's turn approaches and the Dark Star gets just within sight, you do see a figure start to rise out of the cockpit. It is a multi-headed, with a couple of them severed, beholder with a lightning bolt for the eye. And that's where we'll leave off. A that's lightning cool. bolt. That's really cool. Oh, that's that one dude. Okay. That's the one dude. The one dude. Hey, I'm Joey, and I'm walking. Thank you for listening to another <laughs> great episode of TGB One Shots. Tune in next time to see who that one dude is. <laughs> and remember, as always, to, to stay, stay garlicky. garlicky.